0: Are you ready for the 2023 Fantasy Baseball season? If not, we're here to make sure you are with Mock Draft Mondays on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball.
1: You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello fantasy baseball fanatics and welcome to the locked on fantasy baseball podcast brought to you by the locked on sports network your team every day as always we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge thank you for making us your first listen each and every day I'm your host Dominic Martino here as always with my co host Matthew Anne. yo yo you can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps just search for locked on fantasy baseball and we'll be there. Please like, subscribe, and comment, especially on YouTube, because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. And on today's episode, we are uh, starting a tradition here. You know, uh, we gave you a little tease of it last week, but today's the official first week of Mock Draft Mondays. We will be here with you guys for the next five weeks doing Mock Draft Monday, making sure you are prepared for your upcoming fantasy baseball drafts. And as we get closer to March, there will be a lot more information out there, and we are going to show you guys some of the techniques that Matt and I uh, are using to build the best fantasy baseball team that we can and we're here to you know make sure you guys are ready
1: yes sir you know one thing that we find very beneficial for this is that you're gonna see how what our mindsets are we're gonna break down every pick and today dom and i instead of being on opposing teams we're gonna be on the same team you know we're gonna give you a little bit more insight of what our thought processes are debating you know who we should pick in the moment and we'll actually break down why we think this and that and it'll be a lot smoother than last week with just having a time clock. We're going to be doing this on Draft Wizards. I'm going to share my screen in just a second. So here we go with that. Oh, sorry. I booted Dom out of the chat. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say, Matt, <laughs> am I not participating? You taking over? <laughs> ah, we all know who's going to have a better team at the end of the day. But <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but, you know, so we're going to do a 12-team snake draft. We're going to be drafting out of the sixth spot. We're going to have a catcher, a first base, second base, short. Third, three outfield, uh, two starting pitcher spots, two relief spots, five pitching spots, and six benches. So, with that being said, I think we should get started. And where's the start button? There we go. All
0: right, here we go, guys. The sixth spot was something that we chose because, you know, we're right smack dab in the middle. And it isn't always the, the easiest to draft from the sixth hole. So we want to make sure if that's where you're drafting, you are, you know, prepped and ready to go.
1: Yes, sir. So right off the bat, if you guys didn't see is it was Judge, Turner, Otani, Acuna, Jose Ramirez. Now, that wouldn't have been the way I would have route, went the route for the, with the first couple picks. Um, Like, Judge wouldn't have been a first first couple picks there. It probably would have been either Julio or Tucker for me. But that's just me. Um, But... Also, too, if you guys are ever on doing a draft simulator here, I always tend to just go away and go away from. The, um, I'm sorry, the um, what they suggest, because there's no reason for that. And you kind of look at your own thing. You get cheat sheets right here and you can go down the route and just actually look at all the players in the positions. Right. So, Dom, who do you think we should go with first year?
0: Uh, well I will I will chime in and I say I think I think Aaron Judge is a pretty safe number one overall pick if you guys, you know, want the safety and the consistency of, you know, just somebody he may not be a five two guy, but he's at, at least a four and a half. He'll still chip in some steals as well. So Judge is definitely, I think, worthy of that pick. But Matt, I mean I always go Julio. I feel like me and Julio have this special bond going because I didn't even think he'd be there at six. But apparently, you know, Draft Wizard wants to throw him our way. That's who I would go with. But um, I'd love to hear what you're thinking as well, brother.
1: I mean, Julio's on my list. It's really just between um him and Tucker, in all honesty. Uh, You know, Tucker here, you know, what he did last year was really nice. And I don't even think it was fully highlighted of, you know, the fact that he was a th- almost a 30-30 guy and with the addition of Jose Abreu on that team. I think that it's just going to be a little bit better. I also think that the batting average is going to come up. I think he just had a little bit of a down year for that. So that would be my only other pick. But if you want to roll with Julio, I'll give it to you this, this round. I'm going to see what that looks uh, like building with Julio.
0: I'll, I'll say this. I mean, we could go Tucker, but I don't even think he'd be my number six but we we could explore that route if you want to go that way. I mean, I, I think we've shown a little bit of the Julio side of things when you know I took him in the last mock draft. So I guess if you want to see a Julio built team, go check out the last mock draft, and we'll we'll do something different here. If you want to take Tucker first, we could take Tucker.
1: That sounds good to me. Now, just to add a question: who would uh, be who would be the pick for you if it I, wasn't Julio and it wasn't Tucker? Oof,
0: oh, that's where we get a little bit tough here. I do like Vladdy, even though he doesn't steal so I would I might I might lean towards Vlad and then with my second pick try and get somebody that's going to steal a decent amount of bases you know cuz you want to supplement the the base stealing that you're not going to get with Vlad with somebody else you know but you could even wait cuz I think the the uptick in steals is coming this year and you know you're going to see a lot of guys go from maybe like 20 steals to 30 35 steals I think stolen bases you know are going to be up around the league with a bigger bases that's my uh, my, my my take there on that
1: I can see that. I just I can't see Vlad with his big belly. You know, <laughs> sliding on. Hey, he's on trimmed in. down a little bit over the last couple of <laughs> years. He's trimmed <laughs> down a little bit. I know, but we're about the same height and the same body body shape. And um, <laughs> you know, I ain't playing professional baseball for a reason outside of the fact they I don't have talent. <laughs> <laughs> I hear but, you. But um, all right. So let's let's get moving here. So right after Kyle Tucker, there goes Julio Rodriguez. uh, then was Vladdy. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., just so everybody doesn't know, that's our—that's what we call him. Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, Jordan Alvarez, Mike Trout, Fernando Tatis. I love that pick there. You guys always hear how I love picking Tatis at the turn. Freddie Freeman, Corbin Burns, Garrett Cole, Jacob deGrom, Sandy Alcantara, and then we're on the clock. So let's hit this cheat sheet. Yeah, draft and,
0: wizard is always so chalky, but it's like it's it sometimes it's good to be chalky in the sense of if you don't know what, what chalk means, it just means like basically just r- rolling off the consensus, taking the guys who are the next best available player. You know, you don't always see that with um, you know, when you have other people drafting, they like to go for guys that they personally like. So yeah. um, I don't know, Matt, what uh, what are you feeling here? Who are you who are you looking at here?
1: So with arms being so deep, and if we're just taking a look at what's left on the starting pitcher roll right here, they've only been five pitchers left, which tells me that, hey, like, I don't need to go and snag. There's plenty of big arms. I think we go another bat. How do you feel about that?
0: Definitely. What I've been saying so far this, uh, you know, offseason is that I like to personally go three bats before I take an arm. That's, and I've been doing it in every mock draft I've done. I've done um, one real draft so far, and I did that, and my team turned out pretty well. So I would definitely be looking at a bat here as well. Third base is something that's, you know, pretty thin. I like Machado. I like Bobby Witt. Uh, first base is also thin. Alonzo is there. Goldie's there. And then even Austin Riley. Austin Riley is a great pick, too. I've been taking him in a lot of my drafts, but I've all, I've been getting him in the third round, which I don't think is going to happen, at, you know, closer we get to draft season. I think everyone's going to get on Austin Riley. He's going to move into that second round. So, Matt, with that being said, is there somebody specific that you want to take here, brother?
1: I mean, you were reading my mind with that third base. So, if you want to hit that route, we can do that. Yes, yeah, so you
0: know what? I mean, we could always take your boy. I know I'm, I'm sure that's who you're staring down. You could always go Bobby Witt. I think he's a great second round pick. You know, I'm I'm hoping that he does move into that second round. I know early earlier in the offseason, a lot of people were taking him in the first, especially on fan tracks, you know, for the upside. But uh I think we could take Bobby
1: here. I like the Bobby pick. I'm also was thinking Machado, too, because we already just picked up a Steels guy in Tucker. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, could, uh... Mach- Machado has the 40 home run upside, whereas Bobby's probably going to be like a 30-30 dude where we can have that little edge and power. But yeah, and then Machado's, go Bobby.
0: No, Machado's a little safer at batting average too. So, yeah, let's take Manny here. Let's go Manny Machado. bet. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, man, right. Manny did hit 296 last year, guys. So, you know, Bobby is a little bit questionable on the batting average side. And I believe I do have Manny in my top three at uh, third base. I'm just going to double check that as I pull
1: up my rankings here. But, Matt, while I'm doing that, do you want to read off who went uh, after our pick? Absolutely. So, right after Machado, Bobby Witt went again. Uh, Boba th- that guy loves our picks. He went literally Julio. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so Bobby Witt, uh, Bo Bichette, Max Scherzer, love that, Pete Alonzo, Rafael Devers, Goldschmidt, Austin Riley, like you said, we weren't going to get him if we tried to play yeah. the game. Yeah, you're not going to win that one. Aaron <laughs> Nola, uh, Edwin Diaz, which is way too high for me in terms of closers, and Simeon Marcus Simeon. So here's where we're at right now, right? So now if we look here, we got to look – You know, this is where I always use – You know, I start crossing off my names off the thing and look at how many players of a certain position we're taking so that I know, hey, we're on the ball before we have to grab it, right? So, again, I'm always keeping my eyes on pitching because we haven't grabbed one yet. There's only been about seven of the top top ten, and, I mean, they don't have Scherzer in the top ten. He's my six, and I'm sure he's in your top ten as well. Yeah. yeah, So, based off of that, like, I don't have Nolan there. So, I'm going to say six guys from – Actually, I, I took Jacob DeGrom out of my top 10. So four guys out of my top are gone. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Because, oh, you didn't hear. The, uh, no, yeah, he
0: is. He's supposedly a little bit um, behind everybody in, in spring training. I, I did see that they do have him scheduled to throw um, over the next couple of days here. But they definitely you know said, hey, let's take it slow here. I don't think they announced a specific injury. They it's just a shoulder. Said, oh, did they say shoulder? I believe so. Oof, yeah, if that's the case, I'm gonna have to double check that. If that's the case, then I'm gonna be moving him down as well. Matt, mm-hmm. I will ask you one question if you could for uh, me and the people. If you scroll up, is there a way to click um to get rid of the guys that are already taken? I believe they're yeah, high drafted. Ah, I yeah, love pretty, you. That's yeah, even beautiful. Better. That that works very, very good for us here. So now here's the thing, brother. I don't I'm not sure exactly what you're thinking here for our next pick. I would highly recommend, you know, for us and anyone that's in this position. This is a spot where you kind of either want to go second base or outfield. Outfield thins out so fast and so does second base. As far as second base, you still have Altuve, Jazz, and Ozzy at the, you know, there. And then outfield, who's still sitting there for outfield, Matt? I think I saw Luis Robert, uh, Starling Marte. Michael Harris. Michael Harris. See, this is – guys, I will say this to you. This is why I love going outfield in the first round because you get one of those elite outfielders. And then it's just tough here because – I don't... I love Eloy. Matt, I know Matt's hiding, highlighting Eloy there. It's just my... The way I'm looking at this, it's so... None of these guys are number one outfielders, is my opinion. None of these guys are going to go out there and just, you know... Let me, Luis Robert has the upside to be a 5-2 guy, but he hasn't shown to be healthy over the last few years. So, I mean, me personally, and uh, I, I, Matt, Matt's probably going to disagree, but I would go Jose Altuve here, and then I would just hope that, you know, Harris or Robert or Eloy makes it back, and then I would probably stop banging on outfield a little bit after.
1: I mean, I'm not mad at the Altuve pick. I was staring down Jazz, um, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't pick Jazz here. But if we're going to go second base, and I kind of agree, because I don't know if we're going to be able to get yeah. like either one of them if we pass. They're on, all going to go. They're, they're going go. to go. And I'd rather see if we could swing around, and we still haven't picked a pitcher yet, which also may change. Yeah. Um, if I would, I'm hoping that, you know, there's enough pitchers around and we could swing around and then go get Eloy. Yeah,
0: I think think that's the game plan right now. I think we go second base. We take Altuve here because, once mm -hmm. again, it thins out so fast. It thins out so, so fast.
1: All right, so let's scoop up Altuve here. Why doesn't this work? Oh, I have to click the name. I'm so used to the app. So here we go. Boom, Altuve's gone. So now that goes too fast for me.
0: Yeah, (laughs) no, they're
1: definitely going pretty fast there. All right, let's go over here. We'll hit suggestions. All right, so right after our pick. It was our pick was El Jose Altuve, then Michael Harris, Carlos Rodon, Dylan Cease, Spencer Strider, uh, yeah, Ozzie Albies. Yes, they are. Nolan Arenado, Justin Verlander, uh, um, Ro- uh, Rosie, I can't, uh, Rosarena. Randy, Randy
0: Rosarena, there yeah. you go.
1: Um, Class A, he's super classy. Um Shane McClanahan, Schwarber, Zach Wheeler. So now we're starting to get a little dangerous in terms of pitching. I honestly, I feel like we need to pick a pitcher at this point.
0: Yeah, it, it gets so tough here. I love Brandon Woodruff. I currently have Woodruff. I've, he's been somebody that's just been consistently moving up my starting pitcher rankings. I have him at currently at seven. So I think he's I think he's going at like a bargain, you know, right now if you can get him as your ace in the fourth round. But then again, I just look over and I see Luis Robert there. But I'm I'm okay with passing on Robert to get Woodruff because then you know what? If Eloy's still there, we can grab us Eloy Jimenez.
1: Yeah, because I mean, we just picked up Altuve, who's going to steal bases as well. Which yeah. we're doing a pretty good job at balancing out between like five tool guys and then getting power. Because with Machado and him, I think that we're we're pretty much covered. I don't think we need the five tool guy at that point. Yeah. I like I like the Woodruff pick. I have him a couple picks higher than the other guy. I'd probably lean. And that would be a Christian Javier. I would prefer him as my two at this point. But right now, I think Woodruff is going to be solid. And we'll probably be able to get Javier in a couple in a couple rounds. Yeah, Javier is
0: an awesome number two starting pitcher with the ace upside. But yeah, I said let's go Brandon Woodruff here.
1: Now, the only other question I have, because he's in my top 10 versus Woodruff, who's 11, is Julio Urias. Now, he's not a strikeout guy, but he is like one of the most consistent pitchers, period.
0: I have Julio at number eleven, so him and Woodruff are very, very close in my rankings. You know, and Julio is def- definitely has ace, you know, ace qualities to him. It's just once again that strikeout rate is just a little bit under, and I think Woody's gonna if he go pitches, you know, hundred ninety innings, you could see two hundred twenty strikeouts, especially if that rainoids is not bothering him this year, which we all hoping for. I just think I think the value on Woodruff uh, Woodruff is amazing.
1: Completely agree. I'm right there with you on that. So let's just do that. Now, I hope everybody's enjoying this. Um, Let me just see something real quick. I'm well past when I need to introduce our sponsor here. Uh, Sorry about that, guys. But we have somebody wonderful we need to talk about, and um, that is FanDuel. Here at Locked On, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New, new customers getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to points scored to threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine bet your bets for bigger chances and payouts in the same game parlay. So don't miss out on your chances for your no sweat first bet. One up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your bet doesn't hit. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Make every moment more with with FanDuel, the official sports betting book, sports book partner of the NBA. Yeah, buddy. So let's read off who went and um, check out that. And after Woodruff, JT Rillamuto, Varsho, which is insanely high. Matt Olson. Cedric Mullins, Lindor, Luis Robert finally went off. There goes Jazz, Corey Seager, Hayter, Bieber, and then we're up.
0: Here's just some good picks, man. That's uh, to get to see Robert and Jazz go in the fifth round. That's pretty good value for you know whoever's getting them there. But it's I think we have to. We, I think we have to take our first outfielder here. I don't really even think it's too much of a of a question. If we wait any longer, it'll actually but, be our second. But uh, game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm game though. I'm I'm totally game. Now did we, other... t- we did take an outfielder. Yeah, we'd start off with Tucker.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot we do have Tucker. I forgot we went the Tucker route. Um, yeah. So maybe um, we we you could weigh your options here actually if you really want to. I do like Eloy a lot though. That's you know Eloy tearing me down. Yeah, yeah. So let's go Eloy if we're on the same page. I honestly did forget that we took Tucker first. <laughs> just I apologize so, for that.
1: Just for everybody listening on audio and you know isn't isn't um, aware of who we have and what our team looks like before we pick. Right. Um, At at second base, we have Jose Altuve at third base. We have Manny Machado outfield. We have Kyle Tucker and our first pitcher is Brandon Woodruff. Now, Dom, you see, um, I want to bring this up just because I know that like everybody who's looking at this draft or who isn't seeing the names come off or hear me read them. They saw that we already had four relief pitchers go. Yeah. Now, I just want to bring this up because I know that some people might get antsy to see that, you know, top four are already off the board. But me personally, I'm totally okay with living down in the mud and trying to scoop up less two or even have like one sud and and then kind of just get like a, a meh closer for the end of end ball game. Are you on the same page with me for that?
0: Yes, pretty much. I will say this. No, no, your, no, your league format, though. League format is a big thing. Matt and I, you know, and if we didn't mention this already. I'm going to mention it now. This is a, you know, a five by five head to head categories league. That is Matt and I specialty the way that we draft and our rankings that you can find on our website, uh, which is in our link tree. Also are geared towards five by five head to head categories leagues and they work for Roto as well. And this kind of draft strategy does work for Roto in a points league. It's super, super subjective. So maybe if you know your league is giving more points to, you know, saves then maybe you do want to go a little bit earlier on, you know, a closer, you know. And my thought process is, once again, very similar to Matt. I've had a lot of success over, you know, my fantasy baseball career waiting on closers. And there's a lot of closers this year specifically that are going late that are great. Uh, You got Clay Holmes coming off the board pretty late. Uh, I think Andres Munoz uh, from Seattle is going to, you know, wind up overtaking that job and just, you know, uh, killing it down the stretch. And uh, Alexis Diaz is also, you know, another guy that's absolutely awesome. But before we make our pick here, guys, I'm just going to chime in and let you know about somebody that we have to talk about here. So if you're like me, you have a full time job, you need to hit the gym sometimes, but you you want a quick snack that's you know not too high in calories, but tastes great. You got to try Bilt Bar. You know, I've been saying it for weeks now, guys, and if you haven't had a built Bar yet, I think that's just on you at this point. <laughs> but these bars taste absolutely delicious while maintaining amazing macros. Built Bars only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. They're absolutely super healthy for you, and they come in unbelievable flavors like cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs. And now, guess what, guys? You don't even need a weed around to get a box because for years we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. And guess what? They're not only available on Built.com now. They're also available at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So you got to go out there and get yourself some Built Bars, guys. Yep. But, yeah, heading back into this, Matt. Hold I on, you forgot to- somebody. Oh, 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 you forgot. God. You forgot our friend, Lindsay. How could I bury guys? How could I bury our friend, Lindsay? I truly apologize to that. I'm so caught up in the energy of the mock draft that Matt and I think we're, we're a little bit off with our ad reads today. So please forgive us, guys. Uh, we need to talk about our friend, Lindsay Crosby, who was on the podcast. Uh, he hosts Locked on MLB Prospects. Uh, you go check out our, our, um, process, our first prospect episode 1 through 10. Lindsay was on there, did an absolutely great job. Uh, he does a great job on his podcast as well. So guys, uh, go check out Lindsay's podcast. Once again, it's locked on MOB prospects. But all right, Matt, I think we're back now. Are we good? Are we good to go?
1: We're done for the ads until the very end of the show. So welcome in, guys.
0: We can lock lock back in over here. Uh, So, Matt, let's uh, once again, I agreed with you pretty much on the the relief pitcher closer situation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, guys, once again, know your league type. But here, I think Matt's already pulled them up. Uh, We're going Eloy Jimenez as our number two outfielder.
1: Yep. So the team is Jose Altuve, Manny Machado, Kyle Tucker, Eloy Jimenez, Brandon Mm -hmm. Woodruff
0: bryce harper went that that stings right in the gut no that's
1: too early for me honestly no it's super
0: early but draft wizard must have him pretty high then because that's
1: yeah you know what it is they have everybody based off of their adp bands across like nine nine different experts yeah so i mean somebody probably had him super high that weighed in over i'm not taking him that high
0: no i wouldn't i wouldn't take it either i've been getting him super late in drafts and that's just a that, that that is a good punch though i would i like to get harper as either my number three outfielder or like you know that utility spot and then you supplement it by getting a decent outfielder later on but matt why don't we read off who else went besides uh bryce bryce
1: absolutely sorry i was checking my rankings so i just got excited oh. i saw her name you're good. So, you're good brother so after elo Jimenez, we had um adolis garcia julio urias bryce harper which is super early starling Marte, alex manoa uh george springer luis castillo Will Smith, and not Will Smith, the actor. <laughs> Xander Bogarts, Alex Bregman. Wow, Reynolds went early. Max Fried. Um, one thing on Reynolds is I will not be drafting him anywhere relatively close to the sixth round. I won't pick him even in the top ten rounds unless he gets traded, and then it's a whole other game. But let's move on here, Dom. So here's my here's what I was thinking, right? Because you remember I said my eyes lit up. So yes, sir. We had a lot of pitchers go now. And I think he, you know where you're going, and you could just pick him because I think we're on the same page here. Who do you think I'm going with? Uh, I would hope it's Javier. That is true, man. Yeah. See, that was an easy one. You know, Christian Javier, absolute stud. A lot of people projecting him to be, you know, the next Cy Young winner. I'm kind yeah, of right on board lovely. with him. So I, I'm loving, I'm loving the little Javier as a number two. I did it mock draft earlier today because I'm just a fiend, and um, I, you know, Javier was my my number two pitcher again. Let's read off what we got going on here. So after Javier, we had another closer, Williams. Again, I don't know what that situation is yet.
0: Williams is very good. I'm pretty sure he he's is. got the job since uh, Josh Hader's not there anymore.
1: I'm hoping so, but he didn't look like he had the job last year, but hopefully he can get it this year. Jordan Romano, another closer. So now it's starting to get a little ugly. Kevin Gosman, Presley. Wow, this is a closer run right here. Um, Inglacius, Batista. Yeah. Big closer run. Yeah. Aldi Rushman. Uh, you Darvis, Salvador Perez, and Teoscar Hernandez. It's great value for Teoscar, by the way. Seventh round, he's he's very, very good. That he is. So now, here's the thing now we're stuck between a rock and a hard place here. I mean, I actually, it's funny, I actually haven't drafted closers in this high at all. Because there's look, if we go down here, right? Like we have Duran, we have we have uh, Diaz is eh. But he's not bad for what we're doing, Barlow. Well, he's great,
0: actually. If you can, can we can we pull Diaz up and like just peep his stats real quick? I just want to let the people know real quick about Alexis Diaz. If you don't know, he's Edwin Diaz's little brother, and they have, the Reds officially announced that he will start the year as their closer. And last year, Alexis Diaz went sixty three innings. He had seven wins, uh, three losses, ten saves, eighty three Ks. Matt, push pull him back up there for me. What uh, what was the strikeouts again?
1: He had eighty three. Uh,
0: Uh, 83 strikeouts, one, eight, four ERA and a 096 whip. The guy's absolutely dominant. He has great stuff. And I just think that he's, he's somebody that you can ride with. I I don't know if he's necessarily going to be your number one closer because the Reds aren't going to win too many games, but I love him as a number two closer. Love him.
1: Yeah. He's somebody that like that, like you said that that's there, but like in terms of like why I said, eh, it's only because one of the Reds and two, he hasn't even had a full job yet. And if he can handle having the job and being those high leverage situations, you know, game in and game out. Um, but there's other names, like, if we go down to, like, they're not even showing it. But I've been getting, um, we call it, I still don't believe Sir Anthony Dominguez has this, the closer job. I think it's, um, what's his face they just signed? Craig crimble crimble And then um, the the closer that's taking over for, um, sorry, for Liam Hendricks, that's going to be. Oh, Kendall, a, Graveman. Kendall Graveman. Like, who's going for a super, super, super value right now. So everybody's forgetting about him like those are who I've been rolling with and we've been able to I've been able to have, stack out my bats and my arms a little bit further. I do like Clay Holmes, uh, Jansen, you know. Just he's a stud. he's a stud. So, you know, it's up to you what you want to do here.
0: I personally still I, I wait on that closer spot. I I will sit there and I will just ride out and just and just personally wait until, you know, wait, until I, wait until I have to take one.
1: But at this point,
0: I'm sitting here I'm looking at a roster. We still need a first baseman, and I see, I see the Italian breakfast still sitting there. And the thing is, is I I just love Vinny P so much. If I if I had to really bet money and like they were saying, Dom, you got to put some of your own personal money on the line. I think Jose Abreu might finish the year higher than Vinny P, but I, I just take Vinny P. I just the Italian breakfast. I love the nickname. I, I've been taking him everywhere, and I've just been. I haven't regretted it at all. So with the way first base thins out, I after, you know, Abreu and Vinnie P, I do like Nate Lowe, but he only did it one year. CJ Crone slowed down slowed down a lot at the end of last year. Anthony Rizzo is actually a sneaky good pick later on if you want to wait because without the shift, uh, you know, a lot of left-handed hitters are going to get more hits, but I would take Vinnie P here. That's just the, what I would do, brother. I mean, I, I think you're in sync. I think you're in sync.
1: Here. I am. I love Vinny P. I actually have Brayu one spot higher, but it's Me like it's too. it's only because of just like, you know, it's Jose Abreu on on the yeah. Houston Astros. But here, here's my tiebreaker. I we already have Altuve. I don't want to have players have the same off day. So oh, yeah. we have
0: we have we have already three Houston Astros. One of them's a pitcher, but already three for Yankee fans. I don't know. It's a little embarrassing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that's the thing too. Like you said, now we'll have three. I don't want to do that. So you know, boom, Vinny P is the guy. Now well. I'm not saying I wouldn't draft Altuve. Like I, I still would, but. If I'm deciding between you know two guys, that would be my tiebreaker essentially.
0: Just <laughs> so
1: everybody knows. All yeah, right.
0: so yeah, let's let's read who uh, went after Vinny P. All
1: right, so you know the Italian breakfast went, of course, to us. Then Zach Gallen, mm, God, I love that guy. Good pitch. Good, Then good pitch. Good another pitch. closer, Helsing. Ryan Helsley, Valdez, um, Jose Abreu. See, we, we knew he wasn't coming back. Gunner Henderson went. Tommy Edmonds. O'Neal Cruz, Corbin Carroll, love that pick, Tim Anderson, Joe Musgrove, Mr. Musty Musty himself, Tyler O'Neal, Nate Lowe, and we're back on the block here.
0: Yeah, see, so you know what? I i literally called it. If we did not take a first baseman there, we would have been, you know, out of luck because then everybody else is just kind of very suspect. You know, Vinny P, Abreu, and Nate Lowe is kind of the end of that tier there where, you know, I find it as an acceptable starting first baseman in most leagues. 15 man league might be a little different, but especially for a 12 man league after that, it does get a little suspect.
1: Hey, so, I like Crone. Yeah. I'm okay with Crone there.
0: Yeah. If Cron's okay, but I, I would like to see how you know he kind of looks because he was he really struggled to the finish line last year. I had yeah, I had him as my uh, my sleeper first baseman last year. If you guys you know watched our first base preview and you know paid off, but that second half was was really really tough for him. Yeah. But um, once again, Matt, looking at our team here, where are you leaning?
1: Well, let's read it off real quick. Vinny P. Jose Altuve, Manny Machado, Tyler Kyler Tucker, Kyler, Kyle Tucker, Hilo Jimenez, Brandon Woodruff, Christian Javier. So here's how I'm looking at this. We don't have a short, but that is probably the deepest position in baseball outside of pitching. And I see a bunch of names I like, so I don't even want to look that way yet. Obviously, I don't want to pick another catcher yet. There, I'm stuck between outfield and starting pitcher. We only have two starting pitchers in Woodruff and Javier. I'm leaning that way. There's a bunch of names I like here but we can play the waiting game and take and solidify outfield, which is not deep. And there's not many names I like, but I'll leave it on you. I'll give you the pick.
0: Yeah. See, here's the thing is I I do love me here. Chris Bryant. I know Matt was passing by him. He's somebody that I have ranked extraordinarily high at outfield. Where do I have him right again? Let me check here. I have him ranked as my number 14 outfielder. So the, the value right here on Chris Bryant is absolutely amazing. And then you got, as far as starting pitcher goes, you got Glass now, you got McKenzie, you got uh, Nestor Cortez, Logan Webb, Severino, Snell, Kirby, Clayton Kershaw. So I think you really go outfield here and just solidify, you know, our having three very, very good outfielders. And I would take Chris Bryant.
1: Yes. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. Boom. All right. Let's go back
0: here. Team's looking very solid so far.
1: You know what we did? And I got to say this, right? We actually do a really good job of balancing out power. We're a little bit power heavy now, but that doesn't yeah. mean we're not going to be able to scoop up. But I mean, between Elo, uh, between Tucker and Altuve, in terms of steals, we're pretty much golden. Like, we have the right amount. And then we have a whole bunch of power between the Italian breakfast, Machado, Eloy, and Bryant. Like, we're, we did really well there, I got to say.
0: And then even if, if you, even if you want to talk about batting average, Vinny P could mm-hmm. hit 300. Altuve hits at least 280. Machado hit 296 last year. Tucker is a little suspect, but we supplemented that by everybody else. Eloy could hit 300. Chris Bryant could hit 300. I will say this though, mm-hmm. we, we might need to uh, pick up a, a guy who's pretty quick. What I, what I've been doing, and it's like the probably the worst move ever, and it goes against everything that Matt and I have ever talked about. And he's already hurt, by the way. That's Ad- Adalberto Alberto Mondesi. It it, like with the last pick of your draft, oh yes, right at the end, you know, I I I did it in my league, and then I got the notification. Oh, he's already hurt. He's already not starting the year, you know, and it kind of stinks. But when he's there, he could win you steals every single week. But still, we'll 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 talk about that when we get there, Mm man. I think we turn our eyes back to starting pitching, though, because we do only have two right now.
1: Right. But let me read off who's picked after KB. Oh yes, sir. So after Chris Bryant, Dansby Swanson, Yemenis. Wander Franco, Kenley Jansen, Correa. So there's a shortstop run, real quick. Robbie Ray, Tristan McKenzie, Tyler Glassnell, Kamalo Duvall. Right? I said that right. Um,
0: Wow, way
1: off. Um, And Byron Buxton. So there's the other hospital wing himself, Mr. Byron Buxton. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So let's get over here. So I'm definitely on board. Like, I want to get a starting pitcher, but I don't want to draft Nestor Cortez because of the injury. You know They're saying he might be ready for opening day, but they're not 100% sure. And at this point, with no answers in this early in draft season, if, I was, if my season started tomorrow or this week, I just would not feel comfortable rolling out with Nestor.
0: Yeah, I think I did see an um, alert. Once again, I would have to double-check myself here. I think he did throw a bullpen uh, yesterday or two days ago, and they said it was successful. So that is a good sign, but still we, we don't know exactly where he's going to be, and I'm sure he's going to fold down draft boards, which some people will benefit from because if you do take him and you know he just comes back and looks fine, the guy's an absolute ace-caliber pitcher. But see, I think this is the first time. you know, Matt and I have been pretty in sync so far. I don't know if we're going to agree on who to take because there's just so many great guys here. Once again, if we're taking Cortez off the board, which I agree with, Logan Webb, Severino, Blake Snell, George Kirby, Clayton Kershaw, Logan Gilbert, Kyle Wright, Hunter Green, Ladolo, Lance Lynn, Joe Ryan, Freddie Peralta. Definitely not Lucas Giolito. But what did I just name about about eight to nine starting pitchers that I would be fine with any of them as my number three. If I had to pick a favorite, which is pretty much impossible for me in this group. I can't. I can't eat. I'm glad that we're not doing an actual like draft where we're timed because this is just so tough.
1: Right? You know what? Ranking's tiebreaker.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's let's see. Who do I have out of all of these guys? Who do I have the highest? I know who I want. I do have Nestor the highest, but outside of him. Yeah, we're taking him out. Then I have. I actually have Severino the next highest. To be honest, you have Severino at uh 21.
1: So Seve, hmm. who do have, who do you have next? Because I have Seve at twenty nine, so he's below. Okay. He's below. Like um, I have Clayton Kershaw sitting above him, and I have Blake Snell sitting across uh, ahead of him.
0: I have Kershaw at twenty six, and Snell is at thirty two. So I think it evens out at Kershaw here. Yeah, and I think our first so. two guys are pretty safe. You know, Woodruff always throws at least like around 180, you know, uh, and then Javier, I think he takes that next step this year. So I think we can supplement. We haven't gone too risky at starting pitching. I think Clayton Kershaw is a great pick here.
1: Bet. Let's lock it in. Boom. But now,
0: yeah, with that being said, guys, now here, our next, the next starting pitcher we take is somebody that you want to make sure that they're going to give you a good amount of innings, or at least that they have done it so far in their career.
1: And you see who went already? I'm really disappointed.
0: Yeah, Snell with the next pick.
1: <laughs> Blake Snell. Well, I figured that, but Gilly Gilly went, and I'm really upset. Uh, yeah. He's he another book.
0: guy. I have him ranked. I have Gilbert. He, I have him pretty high, too. Where is he?
1: Literally the pick before us, but let me read off what went. Yeah, so after Kershaw, then Blake Snell, Reese Hoskins, Kyle Wright, Willie Adamas, way too high. Christian Kirk, great value. Alejandro Jake- Kirk yeah i don't know I, i'm still stuck in football um <laughs> jake mccarthy i like that pick yelich Pena. Neil McCarthy. Yeah, yeah i mean it's okay because it, the upside um yelich penya yeah it does hurt nestor cortez finally went i was hoping to possibly even maybe scoop him in like a round or two with the injury bringing him down it would have happened probably if we were drafting with real people um Trevor story way too high. Wilson Contreras very surprised, and Mr. Gilly Gilly, Mr. Logan Gilbert himself. So we have some we have been some decisions to make. We still don't have a shortstop.
0: Yeah, I, w- I was going to say who's still there at shortstop. We could definitely look in that direction and just see who's there. So ooh, it's, oh, it's it's ugly. I, here's the thing, and it's such a sneaky pick. And I took him. I the one real draft I've done so far, I did take him. I took Ahmed Rosario. And if you guys don't know about Ahmed Rosario, he was a very highly touted prospect when he was with the Mets. And, you know, he goes over to the Guardians last year. Matt, you just want to pop his numbers up there real quick so I can read it to the people listening on audio. And if you're, you're here on visual on YouTube, you can take a little look. So Ahmed Rosario, 86 runs, over 153 games last year, uh, 637 at-bats, 11 bombs, 71 RBIs, 18 steals, in he had 283. And I actually think he fits our build in the sense of we have a lot of power already, so we don't need him to hit home runs. Uh, and that Guardians team is only getting better with the 86 runs and 71 RBIs, can definitely move up, but he chipped into 18 steals. And we're not bad on steals. But we definitely could use guys that are going to chip in, you know, uh, a good amount of steals. And hey, that, those 18 steals could turn into 25 with the bigger bases. You know, Cleveland likes to run. Uh, he's uh, continuing that good batting average that we already have. I I would probably, if it was just me, I would take Ahmed Rosario. But I'm going to let my brother Matt here chime in and he's going to, you know, let us know what he's thinking.
1: So here's the thing, right? I'm okay with that pick because I have somebody else in mind that we're going to get with one of our last couple picks that's going to replace him the second he gets called up. Fair enough. And that's Mr. Ellie de la Cruz.
0: It's an interesting pick. I want to see what's going on with him in spring training. I want to see what, um, I do too. Based on a redraft league. I I don't know if he's somebody that I'm necessarily taking unless the reds come out and say, Hey, listen, you know, he's going to be up, you know, right away. Or, you know, he goes out there and he destroys spring training. And even if they don't call him up right away, you know, he's going to push their hand uh, right after, you know, the super two and all that stuff. So I do like that, but, um, is uh, if if we if we don't go in Rosario, where else would you be looking at? Just uh, just to let the people know.
1: Um, to be honest, that's the only name that I think I'd feel comfortable at this point. Like Javier Baez is washed and he's on Detroit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Not anybody Tovar is interesting. He's another rook. I'm surprised they have him so high, but not Ellie De La Cruz. Actually, was De Cruz wasn't even picked yet. So like that's no, the other definitely part
0: not picked. You'd probably have to search for him to be honest. They probably yeah, got him buried. Yeah. He's all the way down.
1: Like, yeah, he's right here. He's like, there f- that's super unjust. Now I understand there's no possibility that he's getting like that, that people don't think he's gonna make the team, but I think he will. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of options. I don't think right now I feel any closer, any, any bit safer with that. At least you know what he's not going to murder us and batting average and the stolen bases and nice little chip ins. As we were saying, we're going to need more steals. So yeah. let's go with Ahmed.
0: I think, I think in the deep shortstop class that, that we have this year, He's the kind of end of a tier in the sense of I feel comfortable with him in a 12-man league as my starting shortstop. After Ahmed, it's just like, ooh, do you see who's there at the top? I actually love that. Oh, my God, Taylor Ward still sitting there. That's just super, super great value. I don't know if we'll take that direction here, but that that's a great value for Taylor
1: you know, you got, you got me thinking here. But hold on, let me read off what we got here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we got Ahmed Rosario. We got Logan Webb. We got MJ Melendez. Steven Kwan. Uh, the other Contreras. William, William. William. You know, I guess they want that WC. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if their parents have the same initials. Um, <laughs> Max Muncy. Lance Lynn. Um, Mr. Santander Bank himself. Um, <laughs> Jake Cronenworth. Uh George Kirby and uh, Luis Severino. I'm surprised he went this late, which is actually kind of crazy.
0: Him and Kirby—that's great value. On
1: yeah, steal. So here's how we're looking right now: we have, we have pretty much all positionals filled out except for catcher, which we're not a high catcher draft pick pick show. It's just not our thing. You know, it, it's you know you're not going to get more than four four hundred at bats to four hundred fifty at bats from your catcher. So you just want somebody that's not going to murder you. That's usually our strategy. Um, We only have three three pitches, which is kind of scary for me. I kind of want to get another one. Or the Taylor Ward is definitely enticing, but –
0: Oh, I, I see, see. I see. It. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. I, I, yeah let, let's do that before. You know, he's not there anymore.
1: Yeah. Freddy That's Peralta. Peralta. Yeah,
0: it's, it's yeah. Right in sync.
1: Right in sync. So he got hurt, but he still had. And when he came back, he looked good. He looked like himself. And I mean, the stats are actually pretty good. He had 70, 78 innings pitched. He had four wins. He had 86 K's. So, you know, the K per nine was still there and he still had even with being injured. And coming back, he's still at a three five eight ERA with a one hundred four whip. I think that he's in for a great season if he can stay healthy. And you know what? He's not one of those guys that's on my Flanges lists. And guys, just so you know, Flanges just means injury prone on this show. It's just a funny joke how I make fun of everybody. So we're going to draft him.
0: Yeah, see, I will say this. I, I, we, We're we taking the upside play here. You necessarily don't want to pair Freddie Peralta with a Clayton Kershaw, you know, but at this point in the draft, it's just, okay, you know, um. We need another good starting pitcher, and uh, Matt and I kind of pride ourselves on our waiver wire skills. If you guys were tuned in here last year before we joined Locked On, and we were just doing our own thing with the fantasy baseball MDs, Matt and I provided some great, great waiver wire segments. So look forward to we will continue that here. Um, you know, on Locked On, mm-hmm. so that's why we we feel we could take that risk.
1: Absolutely, and that, and also too. I mean, what Freddie really hasn't missed time outside of last year. So I mean, I think so. So, I mean, it's not really that risky. He's just coming off the injury, but he's shown what he did last year, that he was back to normal. That's where it's like, I just don't feel too guilty that like, hey, I have them too. I think Peralt is going to be fine. But let's read off who went. And that's CJ Crone, Taylor Ward. Oh, so mad he went. Hunter Green, <laughs> Nick was so still there. Oh, I'm so upset. Great value. Nick Lodolo, Christian Walker, David Bender, Tony Gonsolin, Giancarlo Stanton. This is just... Uh, Liam Hendricks, I don't foresee pitching this season. Um, he actually know, did throw a bullpen the other day. Yeah, but it, is he free and clear of cancer? Though is the question. I, I don't know. It, I'm, we're wishing
0: him the best, but I, I couldn't tell you.
1: I hope he is. I hope that's yeah, the case. But too. I, I just, I, I don't see how he could just return this soon because the diagnosis only came a couple months ago. Um, Glaber Torres, Sean Murphy, and then we're back on the clock. So a lot of good names went off, went off the board here. And we have four starting pitchers. We have everything, but now we need a UT, and I think we kind of have to before the tier drops off here. And let me just get up here. Where is it? You want to go outfielder, don't you?
0: Um, I, I, let, Let's take a little peek. See. I just do want to clarify that uh, Freddie Perlta almost should be on the Flanges list uh, because – you know, in 2019, he had the SC joint uh, injury in his shoulder. And then 2021, the same right shoulder inflammation. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, he had the strained uh, right lat muscle. And then, you know, once again, last year in September, he did have uh, shoulder fatigue again and inflammation in that in that right shoulder. So you don't like to see that, you know, that same shoulder has been bothering him for quite a few years at this point. But once he does pitch, he's a super, super elite starting pitcher. has great stuff. But with that being said – I'm looking here at the outfield. I don't necessarily see anybody that's just jumping off the page to dude, me right dude. there. I, okay, I do like Oscar Gonzalez. I'm I'm lying. Yeah, Oscar Gonzalez is great. Who else is up there? Just overall, um, Polanco, Rizzo is actually a good value here. Brandon Lowe. There's a decent amount of guys here that work as a utility. Mm-hmm. Von Grissom is still there, but Von Grissom does have that question mark. Is he going to get that nod? Is he not going to get that nod? Uh, Anthony Rendon, that's pointing out to me. There's just a lot, a lot of great guys here, and we we could see this is this is the point where I personally feel comfortable taking a closer. I I, I would.
1: Oh, do you see who's there too? Yeah,
0: I I could see myself taking Clay Holmes, who had a monster year see year: sixty-three innings, sixty-five Ks, twenty saves. 269 ERA and a 102 whip. Uh, that Yankees team is going to win a lot, a lot of games. And if Clay Holmes is the guy out there getting the saves for us, yeah, man. I mean, great, great value. Great value here for Clay Holmes.
1: Yeah, because you know what? Chapman got hurt last year and then he came back. He saw what Clay Holmes was like. And he was like, he was like they took my job. Yeah, took <laughs> <the> job. <laughs> you know, because like <laughs> he came back and <laughs> they're like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to go in like the seventh inning now. You're a relic, Mr. Clay Holmes. Killed it in that limited time, and I think he's gonna have a great season as a closer. So
0: I I take him. I I think take him.
1: Yep, clickety clicked. He's in. Yeah.
0: See, and there's the thing. As we were looking around, I saw there's a pretty solid amount of bats there that I still liked. Mm -hmm. So I think, and then the closers really start to thin out. So I think Clay Holmes is a great pick there.
1: Oh yeah. So now after Clay Holmes, we had Seiya Suzuki. Um, Tyler Stevenson, Luis. Um I can't say Arise. It. There we go. Arise. Um, Daniel Bard, Hunter Renfro, um, Catel Marte, <laughs> Whit Merrifield. That's just a waste of a pick. Pablo <laughs> Lopez. Um, damn, I'm mad. We missed out on him. Scott Barlow and Chris Bassett. Um, Barlow, I'm mad he went. Bassett, that's such a waste of a pick. Um, you guys have probably heard me tease what I don't like that I don't like Bassett. Reason for it is the pitch clock. If you ever watch Bassett pitch, he takes like nine million years to just throw one. Like games are like nineteen hours when he plays. So I think that with him being rushed now with the pitch clock, I think that's going to affect him in his head and you know getting ready and being able. And I think he's going to be giving up a lot more than he has in the past. So I'm a little bit more on the out the Audi on on uh, Bassett, Bassett and I Bassett and I rather him get blown up somewhere else on somebody else's team and if i'm wrong i'm wrong i'd rather just miss out on it so i was a big fan up until the pitch clock for him
0: yeah Bassett's Bassett's all right but i think we'll touch on him more you know as we get into the starting pitcher previews and stuff like that but with that being said let's look what we're doing here and i i do still still see oscar gonzalez on the board and you know never hurts to have uh too many outfielders. I do like uh Anthony Rizzo here as well, but it's just a matter of uh you know what we want to do. Matt where where are you leaning?
1: So I mean I'm I'm loving the Oscar Gonzalez just on based on the fact of where I have him ranked. He's my 26th outfielder and we're getting him like this this late in the game. Like I'm kind of I'm kind of good with him like 100%.
0: Yeah, I have Oscar Gonzalez. I think I moved him down a tiny bit. I moved him down to like twenty-eight. Uh but I, I've been fluctuating with him somewhere in the mid twenties. So I definitely like that pick. Let's go, Oscar Gonzalez. Bet done. Last deal. year, Oscar Gonzalez had a monster monster year. Uh with the you know, with Cleveland. He killed it in the playoffs as well. You know, he uh he had that walk-off, I believe it was against the Yankees, and it was a oh yeah, yeah, he did, and he's just he's just a monster monster player.
1: Yeah, he's and he's Young, going for a crazy up- value. Like you're you're pretty much seeing him going around this pick and you're able to scoop him up. And with outfield being this putrid, you know, he's it's nice. Now, do I see him going up the draft boards? Probably. I don't think we're gonna get him at this crazy value. But he's not gonna break like a top one hundred. He's not gonna be like a drafted as a top forty outfielder, so or top thirty outfielder. So you'll be able to possibly scoop him up as your third or UT hit hitter, no matter what. And you're going to be grateful we did. Fortunately, we're going to have to drive him up the draft boards. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're going to do here because he's great. So let's go with it. You know, after Gonzalez, we had Chris Sale, Andrew Munoz. Um, Andrew Munoz. Yes, uh, just that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Suarez. Alexis Diaz finally went off the board. Yeah, that one. Oh, and then Lizardo, too. Oh, that's uh, and then charlie morton um Kyle raleigh yeah dustin dustin may so mad duran went see now we're starting to have another closer run chapman yeah. fairbanks on the closer Ty france and we're on the board
0: yeah here i would i might be looking to dip my feet back into the starting pitcher pool just you okay. know um
1: there's names. There's a lot yeah, of there, names. There like
0: here. names. I, I love Joe Ryan. If you guys didn't see our, um, you know, pictures to target episode, uh, I love Jeffrey Springs as well. I love Drew Rasmussen. Uh, Luis Garcia is solid, but I, I wouldn't take him here. Grayson Rodriguez. Once again, I want to see what's going on with him when spring training comes, and then it kind of starts to dip off a bit, in my opinion. So I definitely think. Oh, and then we pass Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery's great. Uh, Eddie Cabrera, our boy Jack Flaherty. Um, you know, I'm sure Michael Kopech is there buried somewhere, but he's like a, one of our like right yeah, there. He's still there. Um, so, I mean, we could. I do. I would like to secure up a fifth pitcher here. Um, who what catchers are left though, by the way, too? I do want to at least peek up my peek my eye at catcher just to see who's there. I think all the guys I like though have pretty much been taken.
1: So, catcher, so, um, uh, now there's some. I mean, Danny Jansen's uh, not going to get the play in time. Yeah, we got Travis Darno. Um, we got Ohapi, who is who i have been drafting a lot recently. Yeah, I like um, a lot. I mean. Vasquez could have the have the job there, which was which is oh, interesting. Oh yeah, I think
0: he is starting in Minnesota. I think that's pretty much locked in for him. Yeah, and he's
1: act, you know everybody's sleeping on him, but he he did, he was on the World Series team. He actually is a solid catcher. You know they got a lot for they they gave up a lot to get him to from Boston. So like he actually is somebody that's probably been forgotten. Um yeah. Then we got uh Mr. Elise Diaz because I mean he was somebody we highlighted in the waiver wire section. He had a crazy yeah. little stint there. He did. So, and again, we're not really big on catchers to begin with. And then, you know, Austin Nola is still here if you really need to, you know, throw one out.
0: And uh, Jose Trevino was an all-star last year, by the way, in case anyone forgot. Right.
1: And then, and I mean, if you want to, since it's just a terrible position anyway, we could just go with the upside of Francisco Alvarez as our last pick probably.
0: Yeah, I, I will say this. Normally, like Matt kind of said I'm not a big catcher guy, but I kind of like to live in the William Contreras, Tyler Stevenson range, you know? So I might have done that a little bit earlier, but since they're not there, I think we go starting pitcher. And I like I like uh, at the top there I do like Joe Ryan and I do like Jeffrey Springs. And, and I love Jordan Montgomery too. So Matt, I think you you be the decision uh, maker here and uh who who you who you think we should take?
1: All right. I mean, hmm
0: Hmm. What Montgomery did after you know he went over to St. Louis from the Yankees was absolutely dominant. But um I think I think Ryan, Montgomery, and Springs are all gonna be are successful this year. So I wouldn't be mad at any one of them as my number five.
1: Yeah. So I mean, like they all have great teachers too, which is just wild. They're all on great teams and great situations. Um, I'm gonna go with Joe Ryan just because he's my highest rated out of the three of the guys. Um Springs would have been a strong second. Montgomery would have been my third, only because I want to see him see what his role is if he's going to have the starting job there 100% the whole year. We're going to get more answers as we go through the season.
0: Matt, I'll make you laugh. I have Jeffrey Springs at 43 and Joe Ryan at 44, and then Jordan Montgomery at 46. So that's why that's that's a tough decision for me to make. I think all of them are just, you know, absolutely phenomenal.
1: Yeah, they're all bunched together for a reason here. Then Rizzo goes damn. him. Yeah, I know. That would have been nice. And then pick. Andrew Vaughn, too. Damn. Yeah, another great pick. Nemo, that would have been nice to stolen bases in the runs. Estrada, Kodesenga, that was a nice pick. He was another Springs one I was staring those. at. There's Springs. Uh, Garcia. Um, Yoshida. <laughs> Yoshida, I really wasn't high on. Um, Miranda is another nice one. And then Lucas Giolito, which Dom hates that name.
0: Boo, boo. I was not
1: even going to bring it up, but I mean <laughs> I, I wasn't. I'm not picking him here anyway. So like yeah. he, w- I would feel comfortable as my sixth pitcher, not my fifth pitcher.
0: I, I'm I'm just not comfortable taking him at all. And uh, you know what? If he if he figures it back out and I miss out on him, I'm not even going to be mad because the guy had uh, I believe the ERA was over five. If not, it was very close. He had like a one four or something WHIP, and it just I'm not taking that risk. I did it last year and it burned me and I'm not
1: doing it again. Bro, but you our team like, is like a sour ex-girlfriend. I, I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: you know, I'm trying to not do it again. Cause I forget, forget what episode it was on, but I did a huge Lucas G Lito rant about why I didn't like him and I'm not doing it again. Just no, I'm not a fan.
1: All right. So here's the deal. We're getting into this weird part where I'm starting to see the, the, the pitch, the closers pop up that I like. Um, now Kendall Grave been sitting there and so is Krimble. We need a second one, and we also need a utility hit utility hitter. What I would you like
0: to utility might be a little bit more important
1: All right. Point. so? Let's see here. I like the Polanco. Oh, Brandon Lowe is just getting what? Yeah, he's he's falling there too. Mr. Grissom some still there. Oh, my God. This is
0: Jonathan India is still there. I love Jonathan India. Bounce back candidate. We'll be talking uh, even, about him. Even, even J.D. Martinez, I think, is going to be good on that Dodgers team if he's just going to only DH and he doesn't have to get out there in that outfield. The Dodgers just have a way with making guys really good. Uh, Lars Newbar is there. Who uh, Matt and I are both big on this year, uh, Joey Meneses, who break out at the end of last year, voting around. Mitch Haniger.
1: But let's uh, let's
0: evaluate our team right now, guys. In case in case you're not watching and you're just listening, let me uh, read off to you who we have here. We have Vinny Pasquantino at first base, Jose Altuve at second, Ahmed Rosario at short, Manny Machado at third, Kyle Tucker as our first outfielder. Then we have Eloy Jimenez, Chris Bryant, and Oscar Gonzalez as our next few outfielders. Then we have Brandon Woodruff as our first starting pitcher. Christian Javier is our number two. We have Clay Holmes closing. Clayton Kershaw is our number three. Freddie Peralta is our number four. And Joe Ryan is our number five. So I'm pretty happy with the rotation right now. And there's a couple sneaky guys that Matt and I like as the draft gets later. So I think we definitely have to take us another bat here. And I'm just kind of torn. Uh, I really love the way our team is shaping out. Um, there's not really another shortstop that I I truly think is going to help us out because that's probably our weakest position right now. We have four outfielders already. Ah, damn, this, this just gets kind of tough. So maybe we, uh, I think Lau or Polanco is the pick here, but let me see who I have ranked higher at second base. I have, wow. Once again, back to back. So it kind of stinks. Uh, Brandon jury's a scrub. I'm not, I'm not a fan.
1: Yeah. You know, so I heard something too. He's going to be uh jury is like on my no draft list too. He's going to be pollute, uh, platooning unless there's oh, an it's injury. Yeah, so I, I'm not even feeling that I have low as my fifth out, uh, second baseman, by the way,
0: I have low as my number eight and have Polanco as my number nine. So I guess let's go Brandon Lowe. We both, we both mm-hmm. do have him right tire.
1: Yes. I also have Von Grissom, Grissom too. So that's the other thing.
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think, you know, if this was a real draft, I might get frisky and, you know, just say go for it. But the thing is, you know, I kind of let's stay true to our rankings here. And let's uh, let's take Brandon Lau. Our batting average is going to be very good. We have a lot of good batting average guys. The thing is, is is uh I forget. I always forget if it's low or low. I go back and forth. It's low. And, uh, yeah. So it Brandon gets low. Yeah, so Brandon Lowe, the thing is, he can, you know, he can chip in a couple of steals. The power is legit. He might hurt us in batting average, but it's always good to have a backup second baseman. He's
1: like a 250 hitter anyway, so it is what it is. Yeah. All right. So after Lowe, Ben Polanco, Polanco came Polanco off the Paul C. wall. Paul um, Ian Happ, Luis Garcia, Tovar. Oh, that's such a nice little pick there, but it's still too early. Jordan Mon- Montgomery, yeah, yeah. Um, Brady Singer, meh. Um, Craig Krimble, um, Walker Buehler, that's a waste of a pick. He's not pitching this year. Rowdy Tulles, Hughes from the Cubs, Nico Horner. I Nico Horner is
0: actually a sneaky pick. Nico Horner is pretty good. He had a big breakout year last year, and I think he's somebody that, you know, if you get him late in drafts, he can honestly, he could show out.
1: So here, here's how I'm looking at this. Grissom, I'm not willing to take. We just took a second baseman, but yeah. he's on my watch list, so he's just sitting there because Grissom is one of our favorite guys definitely Um, there's no more first baseman i'm willing to look at yeah we don't need to go that route i think starting here there is rendon too i'm just gonna highlight him um that would have been a nice pick too um outfield wise there's still mitch hanniger sitting there riley green new New bar bar. bellinger on the upside um and nessus is another one i like here jockey jock peterson
0: I don't know why Jock's going so late in drafts, especially he had pretty much almost the best year of his career last year. Doesn't it was an all
1: star. It makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. All right. And then Ellie De La Cruz is still sitting here, too, who I'm a huge fan of. So we're going to, but we need a starting pitcher or a closer. That's really where I'm yeah,
0: going with I think we should maybe lean into the starting pitcher department. All right. Just and, you know uh, that
1: Kendall Graveman is still here. I do do like
0: Kendall Graveman. I'll say this, though, and I know Matt's going to once again disagree with me. I think Sir Anthony Dominguez gets the nod as, like, the lead guy as far as, you know, closing in Philly. But I don't think it's just going to be his job alone. I think they're going to, like, you know, go
1: situationally. So Graveman's the one taking over for Liam Hendricks.
0: Yeah, that is true too, but I still want to see what the situation is on Hendricks, especially since I did see he threw a bullpen. I mean, once again, if it was just me by myself, I probably would go Saranthi Dominguez if I was taking closer right now, which I still don't think we should do. But um, I've been getting this guy as my number six starting pitcher in every draft I've done, and I think it's absolutely great value, and I know Matt likes him too. That's Edward Cabrera, starting pitcher of the Miami Marlins. The kid is just dominant. He learns He's from San. Yeah, yes, he is. He's uh, what is it, sixty-eight in there, right? Oh,
1: let's go. That's not even a debate. We yeah, go ahead and talk the, about him.
0: Yeah, the kid's just dominant. Last year, seventy-one innings, seventy-five Ks, six wins, four losses, uh, three hundred one ERA, one hundred seven WHIP. But he was beating up on good teams. I think he uh he pitched great against the Astros a couple other good teams that he pitched well against. And Edward Cabrera is just somebody I've had my eye on for like the last like three or four years. And the kid has just been absolutely dominant in the minors, Uh, big, big kid. I I just think he's somebody that is just going to have a big breakout
1: year. So I read an article yesterday. Just I'm going to select Cabrera real quick. Uh, That was a no brainer. Um, So about Liam Hendricks, Liam Hendricks has no time hit table when he's going to return. He just pitched it just to be around the team, but he is actually not in baseball shape at all. Ooh, um. Yes. So he's still going through the chemo. So I don't foresee him pitching. Even if he does, he's not going to come back in a high leverage situation, and probably not till you know middle of the season, and then maybe the end of the season take the job. So, okay. you know, true. let's just you know he's that kind of out of my mind. And Grave Menu is the is the closer on that team. Yeah, um. So here's what we got right now. Suggestion. Let me hit this real quick. So after would compare Mitch Haniger. Good, it's a good pick. Mountain Castle, Yandy Diaz, Rasmussen. It's a great pick, too. Rasmussen, yeah. that's the 16th round, is just great value. Yeah. Travis Darno, Lance McCullers. That's a waste of a pick. That guy just shows all his pitches. Um, Phillips, um, Cal Beach. Yeah, Ebert there we go. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez went Merrill Kelly, who I am a fan of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, our team right now, uh, just so everybody knows, we haven't had it in a while it's good. Italian Breakfast, Vinny P. Jose Altuve, Ahmed Rosario, Manny Machado, Kyle Tucker, Elo Jimenez, Chris Bryant, Oscar Gonzalez, Brandon Lowe, Brandon Woodruff, Christian Javier, Clay Holmes, Clayton Kershaw, Freddy Peralta, Joe Ryan, Edwin Cabrera. Now we could, I think we either we need a starting pitcher or a closer. That's just where I'm at right now. Like I'm I'm go, good with Graveman, but I think we might be able to wait, and I think we might be able to follow it up with like a, a Mr. Flaherty here, yeah, or they got to have some Eric Lauer I'm a fan of, Michael Kopek I'm a fan they of. Like, they do like Eric Lauer a lot. Eric um, Lauer is pretty solid. Let me see. I, I'm just going to pull out more names. It's I'm I'm just going to keep going here. Uh, Aaron Savale, guys, is, is a sneaky, sneaky
0: pick, by the way. He was hurt for most of last year, but mm-hmm. he finished the season very strong. I actually want to see – well, uh, I'll let my brother Matt ran here for a minute. I'm going to pull up a, a very interesting Aaron Savale stat.
1: Yeah, Savale's great. Um, he He was one of our favorites last year. He kind of just – you know, a little bust, but he was a little injured. You know, you got yeah, yeah. Braxton Garrett, Mike Soroka. Wow, there's so many names left. I love pitching this year. It's gonna be so easy to just make it up. Andrew Painter. So, you know, I'm good with I'm good with anyway at this point, Dom. I mean, I think we either go starting pitcher or relief. Uh
0: if you want to take Kendall Graveman, I think that's a solid pick. Just lock it up, right? That's what I was hoping. Yeah, we, for. We
1: could definitely go for that. All right, boom. Let's do that. We have to speed this up just a tad because we're running really long today. Yeah, we certainly are. But let me let me
0: throw out uh, in case you guys aren't familiar with Aaron Savale, pitcher for you know the Cleveland Guardians. He's still only 28 years old. And uh, let me give you what he did over his last 10 starts um, after he came. Well, he was a uh, not after he came back from the injury, but it says his last 10 starts, right? So Savale's last 10 starts: 51 innings pitched, 53 strikeouts, a three ERA. Uh, batters only hit 198 against him over that time and the whip was also very solid at uh well under one it was like a oh almost like a 089 whip so that just shows you Savale when he's healthy is an absolutely dominant starting pitcher so don't sleep on him if you get him as one of your last you know or your last starting pitcher which you could do i think that's tremendous value he's somebody in like 15s al onlys I'm definitely targeting. Even in 12 men, once again, as your last starting pitcher, Savali so could, could return great value.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's so many names right now in the batting category. I don't even want to look at this. I like so let- Rendon. I like Rendon. Rendon's a nice pick, but if I'm picking a bat right now, personally, it's Von Grissom.
0: Oh, yeah, the new bar still there. Uh, yeah,
1: there's, there's so many of our guys. Who like, do we, we have
0: get- at third again, Matt? Who's our third baseman?
1: Third base? We got we got Mr. Machado.
0: Yeah, Danny. Damn. Yeah, this team is looking very very strong to be honest with you very very yeah. very strong
1: i think we lock up just our starting lineup let's just get this sp okay and then, yeah. and then we just go from there and then we can kind of just pick our favorite guys because at this point after you locked in all your starters now it's who do i just want there right
0: yeah, i'm trying to see who i have ranked the highest out of everybody that's left
1: so i mean i have jack Flaherty that will she's still cute as hell there yeah, I have
0: Kopech at 47 and I have Jack Flaherty at 50.
1: So wow, I'm much higher than Kopeck I'm I'm at 39, so I kind of just want to get where I'm him and call it a day. Yeah, but the, we can do that. But yeah, then we Kopech also at
0: 39, huh? Fair yeah,
1: you're Yeah, that's where I'm at with him and then I also have um fair enough. Let me see who else is around there. Wow, I am just crazy. All right. Yeah, let's just do that. There's so many good pitchers. Let's yeah, I
0: say we go Kopech.
1: Yeah, he's a number 6. Where is he? He's Yeah, he's got to scroll for him a little bit. It's such a shame.
0: You know, he's just, you know, if it wasn't for that knee issue at the end of last year, I think um, everyone would be, you know, a lot higher on him. It just it still doesn't make sense to me. Where Trevor Bauer goes, that's, uh, Trevor Bauer doesn't even have a team. That's right.
1: I, I mean, it's a nice upside pick, but like he would have been my last pick of the draft, not like, you know, round 17. No, that's crazy. Um, all right. So, oh, I didn't even read it off. We went after Graveman. I apologize, fans. So, I'm going to go two rounds. I'm going to hit this quick. Graveman, Mc, uh, Jeff McNeil, Alec Bohm, Javier Baez, DJ LeMayu, Andrew Painter. Why would you take him so high? I hate you. John Gray, Alex Cobb, Jose LeClerc, um, Shiver. I probably bounced your name. Aaron Ashby. Shriver. Schreiber, there we go. Nathan Avaldi, Ross Stripling, Michael Kopeck. Now we're at our pick. Um, Answer Alberto. Okay. Interesting. Sure. Pablo <laughs> Sandoval. Not a bad pick. AJ Patrick, Minter. Patrick. Yeah, same thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jorge Lopez, Jose Berrios, Jack Flaherty mm-hmm. Trevor barrows a waste. Um, Hassan Adams, um, Reed, uh, Reed Demeters, Tyler, Reed Demeters. And, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Tyler Anderson. So, guys, okay. if you can't figure this out, I can't read. Does uh, <laughs> that
0: does that mean Anthony Rendon is still there? Because I think we have to take him at this point. If he is. He's still, If he's still there, that's. I think that's the move.
1: He is. He's still there. I think think that's the move. That's the best, not only the best third baseman available. Like I don't know what they're doing with Key Bryan here. He's on a terrible team. He doesn't hit home runs and he doesn't get ribbies. So like it just that's just silly, guys. And then Von Grissom's still there too. Yeah.
0: I. I I, we have we have a backup second baseman though. That's the thing already. We already have two second basemen. So So, I think you take Rendon Rendon here and just you bank that he's healthy and has that big huge uh, bounce back year.
1: Yeah, I still my last, our last pick is going. Is our, in our next two picks are picking Ellie De La Cruz, and we're just calling it. Hey, brother, I'll,
0: I'll, if that's the route you want to take, I'll let you. I'll let you run for it. But um, I I I would be especially in redraft. If it was a keeper or a dynasty, I'd say yeah, sure. He probably would have went five, six, seven, eight rounds ahead. I just don't know personally what their plan is and I don't I like with a guy like Von Grissom still there I would take Von Grissom over him I would take Newbar over him if Newbar's still around it's just that uh, we could we could take if he's there like one of our last picks I think that's, it's that's
1: a, what we're at almost our last picks that's what I'm getting yeah, at yeah um also too this the only reason is there's an incentive for guys to have for teams to have their team their prospects being called up from day one Get draft and, picks. yeah so I mean that's the part that where I'm just like hey and I don't like our shortstop as full-time So, like, if we can scoop him up and he'd be the best scenario case if he hits. And if not, you drop him. You know? It's that easy. All right. So, Chapman, Urias, um, Danny Jansen, Tom Murphy, Hunter Brown. Oh, nice pick. Uh, Finnegan, Key Brian Hayes, Jackson Churios. Ooh. Brandon uh, Brandon Jury, Alex Verdugo, CJ Abrams, Josh Rojas. And then we're on the clock. Oh, wow. They took Churios over him. Wow. Matt, okay. Real
0: quick, real quick, is is Ohoppy still there? Because we do need a catcher. I totally, I've been, I spaced on that. Oh no,
1: he's still there. Oh, we probably yeah, should though. I, I think we grab him now just Done. to lock him in. Done. All right, yeah, cool. guys.
0: If you didn't, I think we did it in our um Rising Stars episode. I think we talked about Logan Ohoppy there, and he's just he's a very very good young player. He came over in the. Uh, a trade at the end of the year, I believe it was with Philly, Matt. I believe he was with your Phillies before he went over to the Angels. Well, not my
1: Phillies, but my second well, team.
0: Well, your your hometown. Let's say, let's put it that way. Your hometown Phillies.
1: Yeah, but we all know Matt.
0: Matt's, Matt's, a, Matt's a certified Yankee fan. He lived in New York pretty much his whole life. Yeah, where he went to, you know, for he met the love of his life and moved out there. You know, he's Matt. Matt's still a Yankee fan.
1: Yes. All right. So after ohappy Josh Bell, Von Grissom, Justin <sighs> Turner, Manessas, Vargas, Matt's boy Vargas um bellinger birdie mr studio girl himself josh Naylor, ryan mcmahon and alvarez we're on the clock so let's see here we got i think we we need another pitcher and and we need another bat um but i think we're good with the bat over i think we're good in the bat scenario and i think we just grab an arm how do you feel about that
0: yeah, I like that move. There's a few, uh, you know, tie-on could be good there in Chicago, mm. but the wins won't be there. Uh, Trevor Rogers still working his way back from that injury. I'm not sure how healthy he is. Do like Eric Lauer. Eric Lauer is somebody that's just very, very like, you know, you pretty much know what you're going to get with him, and he's the only guy there that's really catching my eye unless we go Civ. But, and yeah, I have, I have Eric Lauer ranked a lot higher.
1: There's I love Lauer. Lauer is definitely is probably yeah. the pick.
0: Yeah, I think that's the move.
1: I just was looking to see, like I do like Braxton, but he's not somebody I'm picking now. There's also Mike Soroka, so
0: yeah, I'd still say Lauer. I think Lauer's no, no,
1: it, it is Lauer. It's just going to like those are names. I'm not Steely. Do love him though. He's he's pretty good. Yeah, but Eric Lauer it is.
0: Yeah, Lauer last year was that three six nine ERA, one two two
1: WHIP as a number seven
0: starting pitcher. That's pretty pretty solid. Oh, and Damn. there goes Sir Anthony. Damn,
1: good pick. Yeah, Jordan Walker too. Like. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't um, know how their
0: algorithm's working that all these young guys are going that high.
1: Yeah, so then it's Jorge Mateo, John Birdie. Joey um, Bart. Joey Bart, I'm out of it, man. Um, oh, and you
0: we're still there? Wow. Yeah. That's that's the best pick of the draft so far. Jonathan Indy in the 21st round. Great pick.
1: It is a great pick. Then you got Gary Sanchez. I Tristan Casas. Casas, that's really early. Seth Brown, Gene Segura, Jordan Walker. We don't even know if he's gonna break camp. Bader, Morale, Gritchum. no, not Gritcham. Gritch- Gritchick. Gritchik. And She's then also Doming- a great pick. yeah, and then um Dominguez. So here's here's where we're at now. We got four four picks left. I think we go and grab another arm. This is where like Dom and I are also like crazy like pitcher heavy teams at the end of the draft. Where like we we have like three of our four bench player, four of our like five to six bench players and spots are pitchers.
0: Yeah, I, I will say this, though, too, Matt. Um, You know, the closer situation gets pretty bad, and I usually like to have at least three on my team. And you. If you guys don't know about this guy. He's going to close for Detroit. And that's Alex Lange. The Ooh. guy is actually – he actually has great, great stuff. Matt, if you pull him up there, I'll read off his numbers real quick. Last year, Lange, 63 innings, 82 Ks, 3-9-8 ERA, one whip. But he has great stuff. And he's fairly young, I believe. I just think that he's going to wind up with that closers role in Detroit. And at this point in your draft, now, what do we mean, like the 23rd round or 22nd round? And just to get a guy that you know is pretty much going to have the closers job at this point, I I think he's a pretty solid pick. We could wait on him, though. And, Matt, we could grab another starting pitcher if you want to take that route. I guarantee we'll be
1: able to get him with the last pick. because Yeah, I I
0: just wanted to point out um, Alex Lange for anybody who doesn't know about him.
1: Lange. You know, that's a nice name you threw out there. um. But I think we get a starter. That's just yeah, where let's, I'm at. Let's,
0: uh, let's dip back into the starting pitcher department here, and let's see who's uh, left, and I will consult with my rankings.
1: <laughs> yeah, same here. So
0: if Braxton Garrett is there, I do have Braxton Garrett fairly high. I have Braxton Garrett as.
1: You know my two favorites right here. Mike Soroka, Braxton Garrett. The thing is,
0: is what is, is Soroka ready for? You know, is he? I is believe he, so. Get that nod in the
1: rotation.
0: Let me just let's pull up the Braves roster resource. Well, and let's
1: see. Ian Anderson is also there, and he's going to take Ian Anderson's spot because Ian well, Anderson, and Anderson Anderson got
0: Anderson got sent down to the minors last year. I don't exactly. Even think he's, that, I don't even think he's in the cards right now. For that's what I'm
1: saying. So I think that they need that pitcher that was part of the their struggles. Yeah. In the, uh, Right now, it
0: looks like the rotation looks something like Freed, Strider, Wright, Morton, and Soroka is is the number five as of right now. So that is a. But once again, when is Soroka hasn't seen major league action in about I think three years almost at this point. So it might he might have an adjustment period coming back as to where Braxton Garrett finished the year very very strong last year for Miami. There's a lot of other guys that you know I do like too, but Matt Matt's a big Braxton Garrett guy, so I think we throw him in the throw him in the mix.
1: Yeah, the guy throws gas and he strikes at everybody under the sun. You can't really hate him. if he's going like Alex much... Lange goes with the
0: next pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right though. It's this all right. Is... That's the game that you play when you do this. That's the yep. game you play.
1: Alex Lange, they must have hurt us. Cheaters. Yeah, they hurt us. Oh, a
0: new bar goes too. Oh lord, that's yeah. a shot in the chest.
1: Yeah. So then it's Gallegos, another great pick. Uh, Michael well, he's probably. not closing
0: though Gallegos isn't closing for them so oh, it's he's not a, no it's right it's Ryan Housley
1: Ryan oh that's Housley, right probably. that's right uh, Grand uh, Grandal <laughs> Riley Green another pick I probably would have looked at Gregory Soto Murano that's a nice one because he's actually has some upside as a, as a prospect catcher Loriano, Benintendi, and we're both up.
0: good picks there. Both, yeah, I like so as those. We're, as we're wrapping up here, I mean, um, three picks uh, with the closure department. I don't even know who. I don't think there. there's anybody left. Oh, and you know what? JD Martinez is actually a great pick. Dylan Floro, Dylan Floro is a good pick too, but I don't know if he winds up with the nod there. So I would, I would actually go Floro or JD Martinez at this point. And I think J.D. Martinez might be the safer bet. He's going to help you in batting average. Uh, the bombs, maybe he gets 20-plus bombs. And the runs and RBIs should be pretty good for J.D. All
1: right. So, here's the deal. I think we go one more pitcher and then Ellie de la Cruz.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that's that's fair. And Jock Peterson was there. That's
1: a great pick. Oh, that was a nice miss, but I'd rather have. And,
0: Flor- and Floro goes, Floro goes, so we can't mm-hmm. even grab us a Floro. No, Yeah. Else is.
1: I mean, there really is nobody. I mean, Puck possibly, but I mean, again, he's Miami. He's the one that could probably take it from Floro. I do like Jimmy Herger,
0: too. He did finish the year last year as the Angels closer, mm-hmm. but he's, you know, kind of just middling at this point. Oh, Tyler Malley's still there. It's an Andrew He Well, Andrew Heaney went over to Texas, but don't like him as much.
1: Trevor Rogers is still here, too, for the bounce back. Yeah, I think he.
0: I don't know if he's healthy yet, though. he's oh, been training is. with the lot, so that I would like to see how he's doing. For what's what's up with Malley there? I didn't even know we could scroll over the injuries like that, and it tells you what's no. up with Tyler Malley at sixty six. Oh, well, right there. What are they saying on on Malley? Because Malley is great. my great upside. um uh,
1: Shoulder. shoulder I don't want to hear that.
0: Yeah, I, I might I might even say Andrew Heaney here. Andrew Heaney had a great great monster year last year when he was healthy with um you know Los Angeles. It was a two eight eight ERA, hundred and uh oh hundred and three strikeouts in sixty eight innings with a one oh eight WHIP. I think that's great value.
1: All right, let's do it. I
0: have Heaney ranked actually. I probably have him ranked a little higher than some of the other guys. Maybe not. I have Andrew Heaney actually at fifty seven. That's got to come down, but you know, I, I probably would have him. Down. Yeah, probably have him. Yeah, I probably have somewhere in the seventies. I do need to adjust that ranking here.
1: My problem with Heaney is he's just an older man. I have yeah, a fifty eight. He's going oh, okay, so there we go. I'm gonna have him come down as well, though. I don't think. Yeah, I'm yeah we're probably high. gonna have to adjust
0: that, but I think here we take
1: your boy Matt if you want to. Well, let's read off who we went for the final picks of the draft. Here we got J.D. Uh, Joan oh, Heaney, Curio. Oh, yeah, that's even ter- I'm terrible. Trey Mancini, Hernandez, uh, Brent- Brendan Rogers, Dylan Floro, um, Eric, Eric uh, Haas, Will Myers, Mark Melanson, Tyler McGill, Hudson, Jock Peterson, Heaney. Oh, I, we didn't even read all. Wow, I'm sorry, guys. We're good. Whitlock, Sonny Gray, Profar, Conforto, Estevez. Uh, would- Brian Dale Brian, Brian Brian Cruz, too. I got upset Look, for a, a second. That's a good pick,
0: though, too. That's a good pick.
1: Gio Urshela, um Montenaro, Montenaro. Josh Jung, that's a decent pick. Jesse Winker, you know, that's an upside play. I'm not really a fan this year. And let's do it. We're gonna go Ellie. Yeah, yeah. I think personally, here's my thing. I do a think he,
0: a lot of upside. I
1: do think he makes a roster. And then on top of that, I just you know what? That upside is gonna be ours, sure. And he has third base outfield eligibility as well.
0: Apparently apparently Draft Wizard didn't like our team
1: well you know draft wizard
0: we don't like you oh <laughs> <laughs> no nah, draft wizard we're big fans we appreciate that you guys having the software out there for us to you know to do what we're doing right now right i mean it,
1: our team is good they just don't like our catcher that's really where do what they have
0: us let's see i think we could pull up projections here and let's just uh before we head off let's see where they have us to finish oh wait if you go back you might be able to to check it out it's gone oh it might, might, that
1: might be it yeah <laughs> Well, guys, with that being said, um, I'm gonna take this off the screen, and um, with that being said, guys, we're um we're thank thank you for hanging into the end here at uh, an hour and 18 minutes, and you know I hope you enjoyed the draft. i want to take it away. Yeah,
0: guys, uh, you know as we're wrapping things up here, please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website. Uh, Matt and I's rankings are there. There's a lot of information about us. You could find all of our episodes on the website. Um, you know, thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. We are going to be talking about guys to watch out for this upcoming spring training. And with that being said, you know, just uh, we got to make our boy, Lindsey, Lindsey Crosby, make him uh, your second listen each and every day. After you listen to us, Encyclopedia of Knowledge with the Prospects. We had him on our top uh, one through ten prospect episode, So be sure to go check that episode out. And uh, guys, until tomorrow. Peace. Peace.